And welcome back to another mini-review from the Politipop podcast for the Disney Plus uh, streaming series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed last week's mini-review from myself and Ty. I am your one of your co-hosts, Mike Booch, and uh, separate from me, but also leaving his review will be Ty uh, at, at, uh, right after this in the podcast. Once again, if you're just tuning in to, if, if this is the first time you're ever listening, we are primarily a political and pop culture podcast, uh, but we are doing these mini reviews just purely for fun. Uh, we're not going to be putting too much of that that stuff in here, so uh, you know, don't sweat it. That's not really your cup of tea. But we are going to be reviewing separately Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode two, meaning that I do not know what Ty thinks of it. Ty does not know what I think of it, and we're just going to put our thoughts out there for for you to listen to. And uh, you know what, I'll say it at the top of the episode. Uh, you can leave us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, those rate and reviews really mean a lot to us. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at PolitipopPod, Instagram at PolitipopPodcast. You can even email us to let us know your thoughts at politipopcast at gmail.com. And you can always find our show notes and sources, not for these episodes specifically, but for our more dense episodes at politipoppodcast.wordpress.com. And I'll say it in advance, special thanks to all of you and to Antonia Chava for logo design means a lot so falcon and the winter soldier episode two i said it last time i'm not going to say the falcon and the winter soldier despite the fact that i just did i know they beat me uh because it's redundant to me but but man um this episode the first one i thought was okay it was good it was solid this one i really really got into it i mentioned before how like i you know i liked bucky always uh sam seemed a little bit a little bit flat to me and it seemed like they were kind of trying to you know all right he's got a background he's got a family blah 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 but this episode they really took their time and they really uh you know showed us who these people were they had some fantastic dialogue i i it's so funny because you have to remind yourself that bucky's over 100 years old and even though he looks younger and sexy as sebastian stan he is like you know he's he's a you know, he's older and Sam is constantly having to put him in his place. Like, I don't like that technology you're using. And he's like, he's like, listen, this is, you know, this technology knows better than you do, buddy. Um, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know, the John Walker intro really put me on his side. I was like, all right, this guy seems cool. You know, like he seems more nervous than anything. He seems more humble. But, you know, obviously he, he takes a couple of turns and damn, can he throw a shield well? Uh, you know, obviously he doesn't have the super soldier serum, but I think that he's been enhanced in some way. If you look back at that truck fight scene, uh, you know, when he, he makes that shot to save his partner Hoskins, uh, he's on top of a moving truck. They're both in the middle of a fight. He ducks, he, he, he drops to a knee, aims backwards of somehow avoids the kickback of his, of his, of his sidearm and, and shoots the guy right behind Hoskins. Like that, that's a pretty, or, you know, whoever it was behind Hoskins. And that, that was, you know pretty incredible shot and for those of you who have never who have never uh shot a weapon before there is a kickback (laughs) you know even if you're standing still it's difficult to to hit a still target let alone on top of two trucks so i think there's something more to him that he's not uh that that we're not being told yet you know he does say he has 2020 vision later on the episode i wasn't sure if it was because he actually had great eyesight or because he didn't get uh snapped away by thanos so was he bragging that, like, listen, I know a little bit more about this world. I've been here while you guys were blipped, you know, which is kind of messed up that he would be doing that. That was a terrible thing to happen to so many people. Um, you know, Walker, if you know the comics, uh, spoilers, you know that he does kind of become, you know, he becomes a villain. I think U.S. agent at one point is more of an anti-hero. I mentioned last episode, I'm more the DC guy than the Marvel guy. So I'm kind of, you know, if you're like a casual fan just getting into the MCU, I'm kind of there with you. Uh, but but I you know I do have a little bit more deep cuts knowledge, but not that much. 
Um, so, so you know, I really enjoyed John Walker in this episode. He can chuck that shield, man. And and he saved Hoskins with it, too. I thought that was a pretty cool move. You know, and he offered, he offered partnership and all this other stuff. So it seems like he's a nice guy. But, you know, there are those people who, who seem like a nice person up until they're told no. And Walker certainly seems to be one of those people. You know, he, he you know, pulled his leverage as Captain America uh, to, to get Sam and Bucky out of prison, but only out of prison. I'm stupid, sorry. Uh, to get Bucky out of, out of jail after he was arrested. Um, Sam is just chilling there uh, for his friend, I guess, even though they're not friends. Uh, but, he, you know, he flexes his power to get them out, but only under the condition that they help him. Like, that's the thing. Like, he, you know, he, if, if you're not on his side, then you might as not, you might as well not be, you know, hel- uh, helping out at all or whatever. Like, you know, don't even be in the fight. The truck fight, I'm going to bounce around a lot. I'm not really going in order. I'm just kind of going off my memory here, what I remember from the episode. The truck fight scene was, uh, you know what, kudos to them for for using their budget and flexing it and everything. I personally didn't need it to be on trucks, but, you know, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool to see that. Oh, wow, the Super Soldier Serum is apparently in all of the Flag Smashers now. And they're they're not, like, stealing weapons like they thought. They're stealing vaccines. They're trying to help people. Like, this is a humanitarian group uh, who also has someone coming after them, the power broker, I guess. Um, as, as far as I, I've been told in the, uh, theory videos on YouTube, I, I don't know much about the power broker. Uh, so, so I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, I'm wondering like who is hunting them down? Like is the power broker is, is it an independent person or group or is it, is it Thunderbolt Ross in disguise? Is it the U S government? Uh, you know, Sam, Sam and Bucky pretty much made it known in this episode that like, all right, they are not if working with the military specifically like they're here to do the right thing they're here to get involved and help people but you know sam even says he's like yeah you know uh you know it's always the people with the resources who say that revolutions are bad you know like it's it's that's all it's always the case like so sam's aware sam, as a marginalized person growing up even though he ended up uh, working you know with uh with you know going into the air force and stuff like he uh you know he has an experience that that other people don't definitely that john walker doesn't have um and John Walker may thinks may may think he knows because you know he's he's friends with black people and you know and has relationships with them. But who knows? Sorry, that was a little bit of the traditional Politipop podcast stuff making its way in here. Um, but yeah, but but they you know they do bring it up and it, and it is important because I think you know when Sam meets Isaiah Bradley, you know he sees like maybe this legacy is for me after all. I mean, in the comic books, he Isaiah Bradley legit had like a Captain America uniform on and he was kept under the radar operating as, quote unquote, the black Captain America. Uh, so so I think it's really important for Sam to see now, like there was a black super soldier. And and guess what? Like maybe this legacy does belong to me, even though I thought it didn't. And um I mean, that was a really tragic scene. It was very well acted. You know, even, you know, this guy, he can't, you know, he can't get a break. They put him in prison for 30 years. And you know that wouldn't have happened to Steve if, if Steve was, you know, was around then and hadn't been frozen at the time. You know it. Uh, so, you know, so that's really important. And, of course, we, you know, the, we see the scene where the cops come out and, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're giving Bucky and, and, uh, and Sam a hard time. But more so, they're giving Sam a hard time. You know, they want to defend the white guy. Um, <clears throat> but, uh. But yeah, they end up actually taking Bucky in, which no one expected. I, uh, you know, I do enjoy the whole therapy thing, like I mentioned last time. So I won't, you know, I, I enjoy that they, they are talking about mental health and everything. Uh, so I'm not going to bring it up that much this time. What else happened in this episode that was pretty cool? 
I like how Bucky dropped the whole uh, the whole uh, white wolf line to Sam. That was that was nice. Uh, you know, they had that. I, I really enjoy their back and forths. I love their chemistry, and I'm glad that they finally got together. Uh, you know, they didn't meet each other in the first episode at all, but like, let's go. Let's get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it's interesting because the show isn't called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So will Falcon end up actually taking up the shield by the end of the series? Who knows? Maybe he needs to be his own hero, you know, the Falcon. Uh, who knows? But uh, but yeah, so overall, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I always love some solid fight choreography. Uh, I also believe that when it comes to that stuff, that less is more. So when you have like, a, once again, I'm going back to the trucks. The truck fight scene was fine. Uh, you know, it was very convenient too that, uh, that uh, when Captain America uh, was was knocked off that off that truck, he fell right onto a, a car behind him. And please do not crucify me for calling him that. If you go to IMDb and you go to and you have your subtitles turned on watching this show, that's what they call him. So that's that's not on me. That's that's on them. Take it up with them. You know, I'm just a consumer, baby. Uh, but yeah, he, he ends up getting caught on that car. But like. I think less is more in, in some cases. You know, you have, like, the first scene where Steve and Bucky face off in the Winter Soldier movie. Like, you know, that little, that knife fight sequence and everything. Like, I thought that that was pretty cool. You didn't need to have it, like, being this wild, extravagant thing. But they're probably going to do it once every episode, which is which is fine. You know, first episode, they had the whole aerial battle with Sam, the whole introduction. Second episode, they had the truck battle. Personally, for me, I really enjoyed the, um, the fight in uh, the Civil War. Civil War movie, sorry. In uh, Civil War, when when they had the stairway, uh, the stairwell fight scene where, you know, Bucky's, uh, trying to escape and, and, and Cap is like, no, hold on, buddy. You need to come with me. And they're both, they're both meanwhile fighting off, uh, a German, I think it was special ops and stuff that now that, it, you know, it's a little over the top, but it's, you know, it's not full of CG. It's all practical effects and it's, and, you know, and it's really cool stuff being done. I, I love that. I like when you give someone a little extra powers and be like, all right, they'll do what a regular person does, but a little bit more, you know? So that makes sense, though, you know, the way that I'm saying it. Uh, but overall, great episode. Really excited. I was so psyched at the end when they said they were going to go to Zemo. Because, like, it's a tense moment. What if that dude remembers all the code words from that notebook from Hydra? He could activate Bucky right then. You know, and, and they need to hear him. So it's not like you can just tell, you know, text him and be like, all right, write down this stuff. No, like, they need to, you know, actually, maybe they could text him. That wouldn't make for a good scene, though. That wouldn't make for a good scene at all. Uh, but with that being said, I'm about to kick it on over to my, my, my best man, my, uh, oh, he literally was my best man, uh, my co-host, Ty, to tell you what he thought of episode two. Hey, this is Ty from the Politipop Podcast reviewing Marvel's The Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two, The Star-Spangled Man. So I'm going to start with my least favorite, uh, aspect of the episode first and then get into all the good stuff. Um... The big action scene on top of the trucks, right, where Falcon and uh, Bucky have have now you know tracked down uh, this mysterious group they've been chasing, and they're they're on top of this truck, and there's big action scene, and you know they're on the highway. Um, I didn't love it, and I, I think it's because it feels like they're they're forcing um, a big budget kind of action scene right the show like you know how how expensive this show is and it just came off as kind of uh i don't know corny to me or it just it looked kind of fake and i think the action scene would have been just fine at the warehouse beforehand i wasn't a huge fan of this whole you know there's cars behind him driving right there and them on top of the truck and then we have the new captain america john walker and his his partner Battlestar show up and i don't know it like the actual aspect of the of the fight was fine but 
the I think the location was my problem, and I kind of had something similar an issue uh, with the first episode. So, uh, other than that, though, I thought the episode was really good. I thought it was a little bit stronger than the first one. We got a lot of good characterization for uh, for John Walker here. You know, we found out that you know he's kind of an American hero, right? He's He's been fighting, you know, in the military for most of his life, and, you know, he played on the football team in, in high school, and people respect him, and he has one of the best, you know, records in military history. He's this, this big hero. So, um, yeah, you know, we learn a little bit more about him, and, and you know, he, he has this moment where he kind of sits down for an interview and talks about how, you know, he's he's trying to do his best. You know, he can't believe that he's in this situation, and, you know, he's going to try and be the hero that people need him to be. Um and I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, and, you know, he does have a partner also uh, named Battlestar, who we don't learn a whole lot about. You know, he, he's black uh, and he's he's his friend. And that's about all we know about him so far. But I'm sure we'll learn more. Um, the stuff with Bucky and Sam is really, really good this week. I thought they had some really good uh, back and forths, uh, some good, you know, character development. You know, Bucky kind of confronts Sam about giving up the shield. And Sam tries to explain to him that you know it just it just didn't feel right for him to take it and you know no matter what steve wanted it's not what sam wanted and bucky can't accept that right and the reason that he can't is because if if steve was wrong about sam taking the shield was he also wrong about bucky being able to be redeemed and that's you know that's all bucky wants is to is redemption for the the crimes he committed as a winter soldier and it's been very difficult for him to come to terms with that uh, but they definitely have some good back and forths, and there's definitely some animosity there, some anger. You know, at one point, Sam calls Bucky Buck, and, and Bucky tells him he can't do that. You know, he's not Steve, and he hasn't earned that right. You know, he gave up the shield, and, and you know, it's it's definitely leading towards, uh, you know, something more. But there, there is a partnership there. They, they are able to work together, um, not necessarily in unison, but, you know, we see the beginnings of that friendship uh, form a little bit. Now, they do kind of have a moment where they run into Walker and Battlestar, and they're sort of fighting side by side, but not really. And, you know, they have a conversation afterwards, and, you know, John Walker says that, you know, that these people they're fighting are superpowered. They, they have used the super soldier serum. Um, and much like, you know, Steve Rogers, they are, they are very powerful. And so normal humans don't necessarily stand uh, as good a chance. So he says, you know, by working together, they have a better shot. You know, he wants Bucky Barnes by his side. He wants, you know, uh, Steve Rogers wingman, the Falcon. So he wants them to join, join forces and they, they do not want to, they have no interest. They don't trust this guy. Um, you know, Bucky feels like he does not deserve the shield, that John should, you know, give the shield up. He really he wants Sam to take the shield back, which Sam's not willing to do. Um, and this all leads to them going to visit someone that uh, Bucky met as the Winter Soldier. Um, this man named Isaiah, who turns out to be uh, another human that was experimented on with this with the Super Soldier serum, and he was the first Black Captain America. He was uh, a little bit, I believe, a little bit after Steve Rogers, um, except that. His story is not so heroic. He, you know, he fought um, valiantly, and then he basically was imprisoned. They ran tests on him, used him as a, you know, a test subject for for further, uh, you know, experimentation with the super soldier serum. Um, and he has a very bitter, bitter memory of what they did to him. And and you know, he's he's living in a quietly, you know, in in a regular house in some regular neighborhood. 
and uh, you know, no one talks about him or remembers the sacrifices he's made. And he fought the Winter Soldier and he kicked his butt. That's a distinction they make. So, you know, Bucky brings Sam to meet him, and Isaiah is just furious, and he does not want them there, and he he basically kicks them out. Uh, And we get a really interesting scene where Bucky and Sam are arguing in the street, and a police car shows up, right? So we have two white police officers, you know, pull up, and they walk up to Bucky, and they they basically say, "Is is this man bothering you? And Bucky's like, what? No. Do you know who this is? You know, and then the other cop's like, hey, you know, he's an Avenger. And they realize it's Sam, the Falcon, you know. And the cop apologizes. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know who you were. But, you know, the fact that if he was just some ordinary black guy, they would have probably taken him in, right? They, they automatically sided with the white guy. Um, and they were ready to, you know, act uh, on this black person. And, you know, without his credentials as the Falcon, as, you know, as an Avenger fighting side by side with Captain America, they may have done something to him. And this is, you know, something that was kind of brought up a little bit in the first episode with the bank scene, um, but this just further implements Marvel's, uh, you know, taking a look at race. And, you know, I'm glad they're doing it. I'm sure they're doing it because of Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and, you know, being a big corporation, I'm sure it's not entirely, uh, you know, without selfish reasons, but I, I still think it's great to, to show that, um, you know, this stuff does happen, even in the Marvel Universe, right? And, you know, it, it's, it's a cool moment. It's cool stuff they're talking about. I want them to highlight this more. Um, you know, again, we also have this idea that this all-American white guy is Captain America um, and instead of Sam, who was black, right? And I think that they're going to lead up to the fact that this guy is not worthy of being Captain America. Um, and, you know, hopefully Sam will take the shield back and, and you know, become what Steve wanted him to be. But... Yeah, you know, they're, they're definitely touching on some cool racial tones. Um, the Bucky, uh, you know, redemption stuff's really great. You know, Sam being a hero, being a black hero, you know, struggling to to kind of make ends meet. You know, there's some really, really good stuff here. And again, John Walker is pretty interesting. And a lot of people hate him. I don't necessarily hate him. But we do see, you know, a few times he actually kind of approaches our heroes. You know, Bucky winds up getting arrested by those same cops that I mentioned a little while ago. Uh, for kind of breaking um, his required therapy session and going with Sam on this mission. Uh, and it's John who breaks him out of prison. You know, he, he gets him released because, he, you know, he needs him. He needs his skill set. And he seems like their best friend. And then when Bucky and Sam refuse still to work with him, he's like, all right, then you stay the hell out of my way. Because, you know, John Walker was playing nice, but at the same time, he's deadly. And he's not going to let anyone get in his way. You know, he, we even see him use a gun at one point as Captain America when he's fighting on that, you know, on that truck from, from earlier in the episode. So, uh, it, you know, it's building to a head. And, you know, I have my theories, but I'm, I'm interested to see where they go. I think we have uh, four episodes left. And, uh, again, this is a pretty good one. And I'm looking forward to the next. So, uh, again, this is Ty for the Politopop Podcast, and I will see you again next week. Wow, Ty, really great points. You hit the nail on the head there, I think. And, uh, of course, I've listened to your opinions and and ideas about this episode um, before I recorded this this ending part. Definitely did that. So, great work, Ty. Uh, but if you've enjoyed this episode, thank you so much for listening. You know, you can find us wherever you get your podcast, rate and review us. If you want to be mentioned at the top of one of our episodes, not one of the mini reviews, it has to be one of the episodes that we release every Friday uh, when we are covering new stuff. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. 
Uh, as always, if you have any thoughts, feel free to contact us at politipopcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. Just search up Politipop Podcast. Most importantly, tell a friend to listen. Do something nice for somebody. Rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> and uh, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're taking in, no matter what stress you're under, uh, remember to take a break and relax. And also never stop thinking, never stop learning. And always remember to read between those lines, people. We'll catch you next week for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 3.